Welcome to Still Talking Uncut. I'm your host, Big Easy, joined by Mr. Celebrity himself, Master Distiller, Sean Rigsby. Welcome to the show, ladies my and gentlemen, man. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show, co-host of Still Talking Uncut. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. We're there now. And everywhere else. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. We started a minute early just to make up for being late a time before cancel it out, you know. But anyway, started a whole lot earlier than that. No, nah, it's one minute's all you get. All you get's one minute. You hey, can't I, give... thirty minutes for me. I, don't, I can't say much about y'all. Can't, can't Jeff, give too much. Jeff was Jeff was right on time. You guys were late. He was. Um, I came in. They was just in limbo, staring at a at, at a, a no Sean screen. So, but anyways, welcome to the show. Special guest, welcome back, our boy Hooch. Welcome to the show, Mister uh, Mister Legal Distiller. Now. Congratulations. We'll divulge into that. Um, we also got a special guest, the one and only Jeff from Mountain State Distillery, Charleston, West Virginia. If you're ever in the area, you got to go there, man. It's beautiful out there, right on the edge of their little downtown district, man. I was real impressed when we rolled in there. and We got good stories about all that. It was a hell of a weekend, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll definitely get to that. So, Jeff, welcome to the show, brother. Welcome to the show. It's an honor to have you here. Uh, thanks for having me. So we always uh, we always start out with a little bit of what you're drinking on. So um, we'll let the uh, we'll let the guest of honor go first. That means uh, Jeff, because it definitely ain't hooch. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm going heavy tonight. I got the propel. Got to oh, drive home. Got to drive home. Drive home. So do you have I'm anything late for that either? you have anything that you make that you would normally be drinking on that you really like that you uh, can divulge into? I mean, I, I like the whiskey that we do here. Um, but I like, I like our, uh, I like the shine. I like that peach shine a lot. That's talking about Hoots' new bottle. You know, I, I wish it, I mean, I've got one bottle of it and, uh, I, I can't open it. That's the only yeah. one. That's all right. Wait, we're waiting on batch number two. So yes, we are. We're trying. We are trying, man. Uh, trust me, uh, we've all been trying. <laughs> <laughs> we've all been on the hunt and looking, you know. And in, in in this family, man, if somebody needs something, they just make an all call, and everybody tries what they can. It's just real hard right now. Peaches are a rough go, um, unless you want to go get them at the store. And who the hell wants to pay that for them? But you know. So, yeah, if you need something, man, you know, all you got to do is reach out and we'll help you. <laughs> we'll do anything we can. So. I appreciate that. Um, that's what it's all about, you know. Sean, what you drinking on up there? A little bit of this. Uh, like a water night? No, no, no. No. I uh, got you. Pipes Hilltop Distillery. It's that uh, caramel apple pie that you picked up for me. Mm-hmm. 70 proof it's it's pretty good i mean i i tell you what i like about that apple pie is it's hot on the front end mm -hmm. right and like you know usually when they're mixed you don't expect it to be hot and it's like when i taste it, it was hot on the front end which made the apple and the caramel seem warmer than it mm -hmm. would have so it was a nice it was a nice change because normally you get a liquor you don't want it to be hot at all you know like that's the goal not hot liquors more drinkable 
But with that, it had a little bit of heat on the front, and I feel like it paired well with the caramel and apple. Almost, it made it like it was warm, you know, like a warm caramel apple pie. It was, it was wild. So well done, well done, Chris, at Pat's. I, I enjoyed it, so I wanted to. I was wanted to drink it all. <laughs> I had to drive to West Virginia, so I couldn't. <laughs> what you drinking on over there, Hooch? Well, I, I feel like I have to do the obligatory bottle of water, right? I guess that's the, the theme. Not, but no, I'm, I've got, uh, I've got some Mountain State Distillery whiskey and Coke. I got a whole whole line of stuff here, man. I can't be on here without drinking the hooch. And then for my boy Aaron, I had to pull out the banana brandy. So I'm just, I got a mixture of shit. Nice. Oh, that's uh, our, our boy Noble. That, that's his banana oh, brandy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't ever call him, I don't even know his first name. <laughs> that's Noble. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> so, How is that banana? That's a that's a that's my my recipe my my technique on that banana. He he loves he loves making it. So I haven't made any in quite a while. I guess I'm gonna have to make some and bring it down. I'm pretty sure. Uh, you know, y'all tried my peach, so now it's banana time. Hey, I've got some. I'll bring it down. I got there you. There you Jim. go. Yeah, makes it just like I do. It, pretty close too, man. It's wild. You know. Made banana twice, and one time it came out okay. The other time, not so much. Yeah, use my infusion trick. You're gonna be like, wow, <laughs> like there it is, there it is. Uh, really nice. Uh, Hooch, go ahead and get you a banana brandy on the shelf down there, man. West Virginia needs one. Hey, there we go. We'll just start a whole hooch's life, right? <laughs> That's Jeff, right. Banana, apple, peanut. I think I mentioned that, didn't I? Hey, well, rice vodka, right bro. <laughs> I want to see rice vodka. I want to. I, I right. You got to try his rice vodka. Yeah, that's got to be on a shelf in a vodka. It, it is wild. And I wish I still had some of that to let let Jeff try it because that was that was but, different. It was, and it was from Chris. Um, is it? Koenig, 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 yeah. I, fuck, I don't know. From over in uh, California, his distillery is where I got that idea because I, I met him over at Hillbilly Jam whenever he was with Rick there at his tent. So let me, let me look around. It's possible. <laughs> I might have a jar. <laughs> you never know. We got a good story about that later, but yeah. Um, so there's a, um, there's a new distillery here in Ohio, in Troy, Ohio. It's called AM Scott. Um, a, bourbon vodka and so they sent me a couple handshakes and asked me if i would try them and i'm like hell yeah i'll try y'all's liquor and you know you know big easy man i don't turn down liquor he handed to me i'm drinking it so um i got their 80 proof vodka that i'm gonna give it a try real quick i feel like something's coming after this if not i'll make it make it happen it's better than Sean's vodka. That's for damn sure. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> is that what you wanted? I wouldn't even he, really go there. But you like, asked for it. I never made a vodka, so we'll go with that. I, know, I, try, I, I tried the vodka, the show vodka. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> no, hey, I haven't made one either, even though I called it rice vodka when I made it. So, um, like, I wasn't going there, but you asked for it, Sean, and I can't not Every knock time. it down. I can't not knock it down when you set it up. You know, for a vodka. It's, like it should be flavorless. And then this is probably more up Hooch's Alley. A bourbon whiskey. About 90 proof. Is it headsy? 
That's tails, Sean. Get tails. It right. Tails. I don't you know the even, difference. You can't even dig at me. Just shut up. <laughs> That's a pretty good bourbon whiskey. You know, I'm not big on bourbons, but I'll tell you, a hooch would drink the shit out of that and some coke. But so when y'all next time y'all come in town, we'll go up to AM Scott and we'll check it out. So, oh yeah. Um. So it's all good, you know. Nice, nice. Y'all up there, I'm sure uh, they say they're just they're doing this thing where they're just trying to get people to try their things and see what people think about them. And, you know, for a nice small distillery, I look forward to going up there. So, like I said, next time you guys, uh, you're in town, we'll have to stop by there, too. There's a couple places so, we need to stop by now. Is that AM Scott? Is that a big place up there? Or what's the no, he, no, he's he, uh, it's a new place. It's just a, it's a small little distillery, you know, um, small batch. Like, they're small batch you know something more like what we would do and, you're you know, talking like a hundred gallon small batch or i'm like... not 100 percent sure i don't know a lot of the details yeah i just know they sent me free liquor and asked me to try it so <laughs> <laughs> where do i sign <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see about getting y'all some you know um so when i find out more about them because you know now i gotta divulge it sent me some free liquor i gotta learn all about them um we'll have to uh i'll let you know when i know Unless somebody from them's in the comments, then you go on ahead and um, write out everything about you, and we'll put it up and read it. So, but anyways, uh, back to the show. Back to the show. So tell tell us what you got new, Hooch. Tell us what happened. You know, y'all show. Um, that's, that's why we're here. Dream come true, buddy. That's all I got to say. Is dream come true? Thanks to that guy sitting right over there, Mister Jeff. Finally got my name on a jar. That's what it's about, you know. I mean, that's, uh, it might not be everybody's dream, but if it's yours, bro, you know, run with it. Yeah. And and if you know what it took and in, in the trials and tribulations and the bullshit and the hard work it went through, then you know you respect a little bit more. So, you know, I tip my hat to you. Congratulations, Hooch. And you know, I, I told you, I told you Saturday at the release, Jeff. Man, thank you, sir. You're the man. So. Hey, now don't don't give all the credit my way because this was this was basically Jeff's brainchild as far as doing peach and it was his his mash bill. I just came in and put my touch with the infusion more or less, Jeff. So, I mean, nice. So, I mean, before we get into Jeff's backstory while we're talking about it, how did you guys meet up? How did you decide to settle on peach? You know, and um and and then tell us a little bit about the run because I know that the run has a little bit of special specialness you know Absolutely. as well you know everything means a little something and when it means a little bit something it's a little extra you know yeah so really it was just it was just by chance so i stopped by the distillery a, a couple times right jeff and I, I talked to you a few times and finally i stopped in there and and decided to start talking liquor hmm. and i never will forget uh jeff jeff looks at me and he goes so you like you like using turbo yeast and i was like hell no and he's, he looks at my wife. He looks at my wife and he goes, this guy might know what he's talking about. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. And it kind of, it kind of exploded from there stopping by. And I had a few parts one time Jeff could use. I dropped, dropped off and just kind of the friendship was stuck that way. I just. You know, probably, probably six or eight, eight months ago, I had, I had no idea who, who, Chad was 
he had come in a couple of times, but uh, yeah, I do remember that about the uh, the turbo yeast. That's kind of like a uh, that's that's the icebreaker when somebody tells you that they that they uh, I, I can't tell you how many people come in here and say yeah I make this and I make that and I'm like you know what kind of a turbo yeast do you use or do you use it or whatever and they're like yeah you know this stuff will get me 21 percent alcohol I'm like, all right <laughs> well, me, being the guy that i am of course i had to pull the phone out and show off the fat 50 and i fully yeah. think jeff thought i was full of shit <laughs> <laughs> i could see that i could see that you know like this dude just you know Oh, cool! You got a stale, you know. Like, yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine, you know, later on down the line when he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm friends with these guys, and I'm friends with this guy." He's probably thinking like, "Ain't no way, man." <laughs> it, 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 take, it takes a while. Well, we started. Uh, I don't even know. I I had told him that. Uh, so I have a. <clears throat> I have a, a guy here locally that makes a lot of sauces and stuff like that. And I kept telling him that he, I, I was going to do a, a a peach moonshine. Um, he's like, you ever need some peaches? You let me know. So he shows up one day with, uh, I'm, you know, wanting to make it. And he done cored all these things and froze them. And <laughs> it was, a, he brought me about 20, 24, 25 pounds. Uh, and then I was telling Chad about doing that, and uh, he started talking about this uh, infusing the the piece that you made. Jar rig. He's talking talk about jar rig. He's talking about uh, Flatlander still jar rig. He's talking about three jar setup. Yeah, uh, and I'd I'd seen I've seen a one jar. Uh, set up like that before but never three and i was always afraid to use them because of you know that it gets cold in here and then the, the heat and the breaking and stuff and i'm scared of messing up anybody's equipment so uh he brought it down here man and that was the the coolest rig that i've ever used that's cool shit. it's definitely eye candy for sure I had it sitting out here, and, and people were, uh, whoa, what is that? What are y'all doing with that? Well, that's what we're getting ready to make some uh, some peach shine out of. Just, like, just, yeah, just one of them running in the window, man, running water would be, just brings them in, man, gets them in the door. Mm -hmm. They want to see it. It's cool. Oh, like so bad we could have positioned that thing over by the window. That would have been, that'd have been cool for that night we were running, too. Yeah, it would have. I wish I'd have, when I built all this out, that I would have just went straight back to the, straight over to the wall so that I could do my distilling and stuff up against the windows. Yep. But uh, the uh, fire folks wouldn't, I had to have some kind of a back way out and all that safety junk. Stupid fire codes. Ah, no, it's ridiculous. Just let us be sketchy, man. We want, we want to do sketchy <laughs> shit. It's more enjoyable. So. You know what? We, we I was the first one to ever do this here in Charleston legally, and um, they they didn't even they didn't know what 
what to do or what to require. They didn't know um, that there was no code set for distilling. And it was really just a, you know, as you go, they would say, well, maybe we can't do that. Or they ended up getting some fire code from some other city. And, uh, you know, when I'd ask them about something, they'd be like, well, let me, let me break out the manual. <laughs> Page 437 so, later. So how yeah, long? you got to love it whenever the people are telling you what to do, don't even know what to tell you what to do. <laughs> that sounds like everyday life. <laughs> sounds like you're in a Facebook group. <laughs> so, you know, um, Hoots told us two days beforehand, like, hey, man, well, he didn't, he, he told us a, when he was getting, before he mashed, you know, he's letting a couple of us in on what's going on. And, you know, we're all like, oh, hell yeah, it's awesome, bro. Let us know. Let us know. Like, I hope you run 100 gallons because I need about 20 jars. <laughs> and, and so, you know, we're just, and we're just giving him shit because that's what we do. No matter, no matter how high you are in life, um, it's your friend's duty to keep you here and, and, and remind you of, um, you know, even if you don't need reminder, we still go remind you of where, <laughs> who you are, where you came from, you know, like, and, and you know, Hooch is a very humble person. He'll never let it get to his head. And that's, that's one of the things I like about him. And uh, so he, he's a piece uh, of shit. Yeah. I mean, no bigger than, than Sean or myself, <laughs> you know, but it, I think that's why we get along so well. <laughs> the, the, the three shit of tears, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, he, Two days before, he's like, hey, man, um, I'll let you know I'm doing my jar release on Saturday. And we're just like, bruh, ain't no way in hell I'm missing this. I don't care if you gave me five hours notice. I'm there. And so, you know, I already told Hoots, like, I'm coming. He's like, don't know. You ain't got to come. Don't put yourself out, this and that. And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm there. And then so as soon as I got, as soon as he told us that, I'm messing Sean privately. Like, you going? He's like, yeah, I'm going. Don't tell him no. Like, all right, I got you. And then so I'm messaging all these other guys from Ohio, like, you know, uh, Bents and, and Judd and and trying trying to see who all can make it. And, you know, so it's put together a little group. Like, hey, we'll meet you all there. You know, we're going to go celebrate. He had, Hooch had no idea. All he did was me and his other buddy was going to be there. And, and so, you know, I get ready to go, and I'm like, well, I'm going down that way. I got to stop at Pap's Hilltop Honey Distillery, man. It's just uh, it's on the way. I can't Matter of fact, stop at you guys passed us on your way. I did. Sean <laughs> drives like an 80-year-old woman, and, and I, I, he, he left way before me. I drove past him, and all that. he's like, there's Sean. And I'm like, I'll be damned. There he is. And, I just, you know, we got off, and we went to Bainbridge, and it was beautiful. That's where I got Sean that day. A caramel apple pie and uh and then we shot down there and sean all in was already there they got there before i did and so i can imagine uh i can imagine how you felt when uh you saw you saw sean roll in and you saw guys like judd and vince and you gotta pay the back the favor man no dude i tell you what because i had no idea anybody was coming like you said besides you and um and big old chris from from up now, we kept it that way as uh, I believe you did that to somebody about a month prior. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you don't about. know what yeah. I mean I might have pulled up with uh with old Bennett 
Shiner um, and the Big Easy's yard during his birthday party whenever I told him I couldn't come. Easy turns around, his eyes are about this big, and he just puts his head down. He's like... <laughs> probably the same look you had on your face when old Riggs yep. and all them walked in, so... Oh, I told Riggs the other day, I said, once all you guys walked in, I said, did you notice I disappeared for a minute? I said, I had to go outside and smoke <laughs> and clear my freaking head because I was about to lose it. <laughs> my man card was going to be gone. Yeah, it That's was how good much that meant to me, man. It was definitely good you had your head cleared before I rolled in. You know, <laughs> so I just, you know man, I'm, I, you know, you, you, celebrate, you celebrate your friends' achievements, man. You know, when, when, when you got somebody and they're proud of what's going on, um, why would you kill that in any way? You know, it's, you know, my brother's success is my success and I'm, I'm going to celebrate it right along with him. I'm not going to take credit for anything he did, but you bet your ass. I'm going to celebrate it as if it was my own, me living my dream. You know, no, one of my dreams is to have me a jar, you know, it have to be here in Ohio. So <laughs> it's just the way it is, but you know, like, so, you know, some, something great happens, you know, just ain't no different than when Sean finally got his jar that he won and he earned. Guess where we were? Right there to celebrate mm-hmm. my brother's success, Absolutely. and and that's just that's the way it should be, you know. If 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 you're the person and you can't be happy for the man next to you, you need to take a look in the mirror, man. And yes, I'm definitely rubbing this in the Tennessee Texans face because you didn't come, <laughs> so you eat every word of this, there, Jason. Hey, I gotta I gotta cut my boys a little break because I did tell everybody like, look, don't put yourself out, like. We've got a very limited number of jars. This was what this was a twenty-six gallon run. Probably, I mean, it you know. was it, limited number of jars. But man, whenever mm-hmm. whenever people's like, I don't give a shit, and they still just showed up. Mm-hmm. Whenever, well, hell, I'll be honest. Whenever I had people real close that didn't show up, and I had people from four hours that decided to drive down, man, that that meant the world. It really did. I mean, you know, let, let let's be for real. Like the size of the run was a strict strict business decision based on the the unknown you don't know you know you don't know what 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 the what the future is going to bring and you you testing the waters you know like like jeff knew hooch but he doesn't know who he didn't know exactly hooch, and you that, know what i'm saying and that's one of the things that you know you just said you don't really know but and us so knowing you know, him as long as we have mm-hmm. and he, knowing what he was wanting to make we're like yep that's going to be good yeah, I knew. I, I knew. Like, I knew. Yeah. And he's like, I'm making peach brandy. I'm like, oh, yeah, how you making it? I'm using the flat runner, flatlander jar rig. I knew it was going to be amazing. I haven't had anything in Hooch's that wasn't great. You know, he's he's great at what he does. and Except for the soon you know, apple brandy. Yeah, I want to try that. <laughs> I want to try. I hope, I, I hope Hooch gets the tire fire trophy. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, I, I might get I the tire see, fire trophy uh, on that apple brandy because it is not no Hooch's peach moonshine. I can promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, only time I ever did an apple brandy was a long time ago, and then I, I fermented them apples when we did that apple wheat, but that was a little different. Yeah, so, you ran the I had other things to do whenever we did it. So. We we had a good time. That's all that matters. So, so Jeff, talk about um. Well, if I didn't want to, if I didn't cut you off easy, no, you're you, good. Okay, I was just say just you know talk about how you how you got into it. You know what what. Led you to where you are today. I always, first off, I always tell people come in here all the time. They're like, what's your story? And I'm like, I wish I had a story. Um, and yeah, I say it jokingly, but I really don't. I mean, I, I grew up where a, a few people's, I don't know if it was their parents or uncles or cousins or whatever. You know, I was just a kid. 
that uh, made a little bit of stuff here and there. But I, I really think that it was just because I watched too much Dukes of Hazard. Oh, Uncle Jesse. Oh, Uncle Jesse. You know, Uncle Jesse. Um, I mean, I was I was really, and this shows about how old I am. I was really young when that show came out. Um, and uh, it was, you know, like every other kid that age, we loved that stuff. But I don't know, as I got older, I, know, I remember I was in high school and this guy brought some to school and, and nice. And I was, we all go out to his truck, and he's like, try this stuff, man, pure grain alcohol. And uh, I, I couldn't get past the, the the smell. You know, here I, I was 14, 15 years old. <laughs> but, um, you know, I always just loved it, it interest. It was so interesting to me how they people took this, you know, grains and fruits and all this and i'm like well where how do they do this so, so when i was in college i actually um did a lot of you know there was no internet then so i didn't get to watch any youtube but i, I had to actually read stuff and i figured out how to do it and um, i actually did a uh we had to do in, in some kind of an English class, uh, a process paper. And I did it on that. And, uh, is the only, only time that, um, I was the only one that people came up to after class and was asking, you know, if I could help them do stuff. I'm like, no, I, you know, I don't have the equipment. I don't have anything to do this, but, uh, so I started messing around a little more. I was trying to build a still and I got, it's still hanging back here in the, it, it's been with me that long. Um, my buddy, he's like, come down to the car. And he had this coiled up piece of copper wire, co copper uh, cable and uh, hose, whatever. And, um, so I took it home and I was trying to, you know, make the worm out of it and all this stuff. And I'm doing this in the basement of my house with my mom and dad upstairs. And um, so that didn't work out very well. But about a year later, he came up to me. He said, uh, hey, man, you remember that uh, copper tubing I gave you? I was like, yeah. He said, I'm almost just trying to find that. That was the gas line for our heat. Like, because <laughs> they took it off in the winter or in the summer awesome. because it actually ran along the floor. <clears throat> He's like, she's mad as anything because we can't find that. Sorry. <laughs> but um, so that's actually still hanging back there. Um, I wonder what that coil was that was hanging there. I can't <laughs> by that makes that makes total sense now That's <laughs> awesome. a, a, a funny story is all it is because it's never had anything but natural gas go through it but awesome. um you know i got out of college and had to get a job and all that so i had to stop messing around with that stuff but i don't know about 20 years ago i 
just started messing with it again and uh, went all the way with it this time. You know, I mean, you you have a story. You know, you're you're first generation. Um, you know, you felt you fell in love with the fermentation process, the science part of it, the house, the whys. You know, you're self-taught. You know, I'm sure sure you've uh, stubbed your toe and messed up quite a lot of shit along the way, as we all have. You know, <laughs> so uh, you know, I say it like this because I'm, I'm a first generation. I have no heritage to fall back on or or to speak about. But, you know, if you don't have a heritage to fall back on, then why not be the heritage? You know, like you're the heritage. You're the one going on. Maybe farther on down the line, somebody will look back and be like, oh, you know, my uh, my, my great great uncle was a was a, a moonshiner. He owned a distillery in Charleston. He made this type of liquor and maybe they'll find your recipe book and they'll pick it up. And then so maybe generations from now, you're the heritage because you took deep of faith on what you love from the beginning as a child like you fell in love as a child even though you couldn't get past the high proof in the beginning um even still you know it still it sticks with you whether it's that smell or that taste or, or just the love for the process so you you have a legit story you know tell it tell it you know live it and the more passionate that you're about about it and the more passionate that you feel about when you speak about yourself your customers will feel that and it'll connect them to every jar you have. And the more connected to a jar somebody is, the more likely they are to come off money and take that jar home with them. So, you know, tell your story, man. Tell it. Be proud of it. You earned it. And that's just what it is. Now, my mom won't confirm it, but <laughs> my my uncle has told me stories about my grandfather making it. And I know where he did it and all that stuff. He died when I was young. You know, I I don't know. Like eighty six is when he died. So he never told me anything about anything. Yeah. So he passed yeah. away when I was born. That's the same year I was born. Oh my. I'm glad I didn't say how old I was. <laughs> hey Jeff, I won't I won't tell you what year I was born then. Probably <laughs> fucking like ninety seven. Hey, it's two two thousand one. I can tell you like, this, it doesn't start it, it's not a nineteen eight. <laughs> it's a eight. It's not, 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 not a 1980 either. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 1990. So, Jeff, no, what y'all are saying about being first generation, man, I wish sometimes I wish so bad that that I could um, confirm or deny that it happened. But I feel like sometimes maybe distilling did happen just just based on the life they lived. But then also knowing knowing my family and the backstory, I don't know if that'd be something they's into. So. You know, I look at it like this. If if you have family that traces back to the Appalachia area, somebody made liquor. Well, <laughs> yeah. they may not have made it, but they may have moved it. You know, yep. one way or another, I'm willing to bet they were involved, whether they had a farm and they were growing the grains. That's what know. I was getting ready to say. A farm with grains, something. I mean, it's it, during you that know, period, it was almost impossible. Not I can, to be I can guarantee you that somebody along the line at least enjoyed some liquor. <laughs> But you know, it's if you sure. if you ain't got the heritage, you know what a better way than to start make your it. own, man. If you don't you have know. the heritage, make it. That's what I. That's say. That's right. You know, and and, yeah. and and just like you do anything else, do it to the best of your ability because that's what you're gonna do. It's what I'm saying. If it, like if this place ever ever didn't didn't work, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeff, if you had to pick. 
of anything to drink, what would you pick? Whether it's a bourbon, a brandy, a flavored drink, or a beer? Coconut rum. Coconut rum. Okay. It's it's just that tropical. I, I hate the fact that most of it is really, really low proof. Mm-hmm. But I like the fact that I can drink it ice cold and just throw it back and it's just my thing. I feel like Mountain State's going to have a really good coconut rum coming up because we're going to imagine so. Coconut rum, uh, rice vodka, you know, like all kinds of stuff on the dock. So, so, you know, I I love your spot. Like you're right there on that busy street corner, man. If if you had a sign that said free moonshine samples, bro, I'd pull over. I'd bust a U-turn. I'd pull over and pull (laughs) over. Something about free moonshine. Me too. If I was behind you, (laughs) you you get you get them in the door with some free samples, man. Tell your story. Show them you're still, you know, connect them, and they said it. It makes you buy a jar. Like you have no, you have no, no choice. It's just yeah, it's so so connected. Whenever I go to a, a, a craft distillery, I don't go to the 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 big ones. Um, I'd say the biggest one I've been to was uh, out in Tennessee, like Old Smoky or something like yeah, that. Yeah, um, I like to go into where these guys are back there doing the work Mm -hmm. and uh you you can't go into one of them places if you're a guy like me and not buy a bottle you know it's just you know you gotta um i try and support all them and um i'll give it to you there's some of them some of the crafts ones that i don't go in but that's that's another story because i don't want to buy their stuff Tennessee yeah. may be where real shine's made, but it ain't where good shine's made. Hey, you like what you like. Like, you know, who took me in a couple, and, and I've been in a couple where I'm like, hey, I don't know about this, man. But I still buy a bottle. Um, and then and then I like I like the smaller ones, you know, like like I love your distillery. It's small, it's like you know, it's smaller and, and I'm all about small batch. Like, you know, yeah. people ask me all the time, like, Oh, are you a moonshiner? Like, no. I consider myself a, a craft small batch distiller, you know, because I run everything in small batch, and it's craft, and I'm not—I don't, don't claim to be a moonshiner at You're all. A crafty bitch. Yeah, that's right. I'm a crafty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my biggest pet peeve with any of them, though, just like we was talking about with that heritage thing, is if you don't have it, don't fucking make it up, man. Right? Like, yeah. The the best distilleries are honest distilleries that you walk in and they're like, here's what it is. Whenever they try and do that marketing smoke and mirrors or or load it with some kind of big, huge backstory or source it and sell it for $75 a bottle. Like, I'm just not into that at all. At all. Like, I like, I I like, I like the small distilleries. Like, you know, you walk into, you walk into uh, Paps, you walk into Flat Rock, Tuckin' Reds. um, You go down to the, um, even the Bella Dayton, even though it's kind of a little more classy, but still, you walk in there, you go into Dayton Barrel Works. Um, I'm looking forward to checking out this AM Scott just to see what it's like inside there. You go into Mountain State, you just walk in, and it, it feels like something that, like, if you're if you're a distiller, you're a shine maker. It feels like something you would do at home, you know, and it, and it makes you feel an even bigger connection. Like, man, you know, I this is legit. Like, you know, it's small. It's not seven hundred thousand gallon stills. It's just everything is 
where it should be, you know, and it's 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 nice to see that. And then I I believe that the product coming out is more like something you would make at home yourself too, because you know, like like when when I taste when when I tasted your um the uh, your your corn liquor, and it's like yeah, man, it's, it's like some corn liquor I'd make at home, mm-hmm. you know. And then um and then I, I come back in from outside, and somebody hands me a shot of something, and they're like, try this, and I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> man, because hey, you know I don't ask. I don't ask at all. I'm just like, give it here. Oh, yeah. Let me try that. I try it. And they're like, and I'm like, whoo, that's hot. And they're like, yeah, just come off the still. It's like 170 or one whatever it was. And But then, you know, the good rum flavor comes in. And I'm like, bro, I really like that. You know, like, I'm not one to turn anything down. So we we roll into to Hooch's thing. You know, we all, you know, congratulate him, this and that. And, you know, try to try, try our best to make him cry. Uh, you know, I, I, I give Hooch a big old bear hug. Tell him how proud of him I am because, you know, it's, that's what you do. And uh, so we're all just hanging out, get to meet Jeff, check everything out, try the liquor, you know. I, I think he's like, do you want to try some liquor? Like, bro, you must not know me yet. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't Anything drive all this way. Yeah, like, hand it over, man. As long as it don't have coffee in it, I will gladly try it. <laughs> I have no plans of a coffee liquor because I hate coffee myself. My man, my man. Let make Hooch stay away from it. Now a chocolate whiskey, I do want to make. I, you know, I have I've had like two different wit, two different chocolate alcohols that didn't taste like coffee. They always taste like coffee to me. And it's just something about when you put alcohol with it, it tastes like coffee to me. Alcohol and chocolate taste like coffee. I've only so had really one likes chocolate extract. Uh, oh no! Forget, yeah, Hooch got me to try some chocolate extract. Oh. He was like, "Here, try this," and I'm like, "You like, all right, you know, give it here." You, know, you hand me something, I'm, I'm putting it in my mouth. Pretty much, it's just. I'll remember that next. Yeah, time. you are. I, yeah, I am. You're right. I'm, I'm, I'm an easy roofie, man. I ain't got to worry about you handing me nothing. Like I said, a hand. Maybe this month. Yeah, I said hand. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where it took the turn. All right, all right let's, let's get back to it. But uh. So we're, we're there, you know, we try all these liquors, and then Bents, fucking Bents, he's like, hey, man, uh, come out to my truck. And if Bents tells you to go to his truck, either he's going to take advantage of you or he's <laughs> or he's going to pull out about four or five different jars of liquor. And, you know, so I flip a coin. Either way, I'm cool. And um, so we go out, and me and Sean go out there, and I'm like, I, I see old uh, West Virginia, and I'm like, hey, man, uh, we're going over here to try jars. And and I see Judd and them. I tell them, and it's just me and Sean over there. And Ben starts handing stuff out. You know, he's like, try try this blueberry brandy. And uh, and I'm like, man, it's really good brandy. And he had some other stuff. And then and then if you're listening, Ben's, you go to hell for handing me that chucking Jimmy Red chocolate malt. You he knew what me. you was handing me. You knew damn well what you was handing me. That is some <laughs> of the worst shit I've ever had in my life. You keep that Jimmy Red chocolate malt to yourself, man. The, I know the funny- what you did. Funny thing was, he hands it to me. He goes, "Here, try this." I'm like, "Oh, easy would love this." Oh, I didn't. <laughs> he knew like, he before I even up. tasted it. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, he's gonna love this." Yeah, I'm like, Thanks, oh, it, I did not like it, man." Uh, and I'm just like, "Oh, I'll get you back, Benz. You, you better watch out." So, but I love Benz. So we're we're down here passing jars, and like we're right on the river. What's the name of that river right there? 
Kanawha River. It is. It's beautiful, and it's like we're standing on the main street, and we're just passing jars. This is what we do. We go anywhere. We're passing jars. It's it's insanity. And I look up, and there's these three ladies on the overpass. Like there's a big <laughs> overpass there, and they're just up there laughing. And we're just, <laughs> I'm just like, hey man, we're being watched. And we all look up, and we're like, hey, y'all want some liquor? <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 no. And and so you know, we, we get done drinking. And then uh, walking back, and here's Judd standing on the side of the road, and he fires up a big old fatty, like, you want to hit this? And I'm like, holy shit, man. <laughs> like, you can't take these group of guys nowhere. Damn Ohio guys. I had no idea any of that was even going on. It, yeah, we, we <laughs> kept that away either. from you. We kept that. It just happens, you know? Like, it just happens. That's just the way it goes. It just happens. Y'all are a bunch of degenerates. It. Can't take you. We anywhere. are, dude. You can't take me to funerals, wedding. You can't take me nowhere, man. Like <laughs> the last two funerals I've been to, I've been like, "Hey, man, I got a jar of liquor in the car," and they're like, "Oh, okay, get it, man, out, bro." So you guys talked about that when we were at that one, and uh, I'm like, "All right, well, I got the baby with me, so I'm like, well, we got to use the restroom." We walk in and we go outside, man, in the parking lot. I look out to the left. There's like a fucking huddle of people. I pulled a jar like, of blueberry lemonade out and I handed fucking... it to Matt. I handed it to Matt and he's he cracks it. As soon as he cracks it, man, he's just, his family starts walking out and they come over and it's just a big circle. This quart of liquor's gone in no time. And we're in a parking lot at a, at a funeral. And I'm like, damn, you know? And Sean's like, I have never seen that happen. And I'm like, bro, you can't take me nowhere. I'm either going to make a bunch of friends <laughs> or I'm going to get people drunk. And that's just the way it is, you know. Every Either way, time. it's a good time. You damn right. I'm gonna have a good time. Freaking easy came up here one time, and I won't say the distillery name, but we went to a distillery. We're walking in, and I like stop him as if we're walking in. I'm like, man, I'm just gonna let you know this guy's kind of a dick. Like, I wouldn't try and talk shine. Like, he's not gonna let you in the back. I've been here multiple times. Like, he don't care. I said, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile. We walk in there, we do a tasting. Next thing I know, Easy's like, yo, Hooch, we're going in the back. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's, he's got us in the back talking about his stills, yeah, his new bottlers, I'm like, showing us his bourbon. Be and uh, we go to walk out of there, and he's like, bro, I've been coming here for two fucking years, and that dude hasn't taken me in the back. You was in there for five goddamn minutes, and now we're best friends. He's going to take me in the back every time I come in here. Yeah. Did you like, tell oh. him you used turbo yeast the first time you went in there? I did. I messed up. I messed <laughs> up. I did. said turbo yeast and glycerin <laughs> is my two favorite things in the world. That's what I, what I said. He heard, glycerin. he heard about you, huh? He heard about you. Oh, oh man. And it was then, an amazing like, again, time, man. Without, without mentioning any names, but the pesky heads. The that pesky was a good heads. one. Pesky heads. Yeah, yeah we, we went to a distillery and the, 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 the gentleman that that had the heritage who was the, the descendant and had the backstory didn't have a clue about what he was talking about not oh, a clue man. and it, it's it, it really hurt it, it hurt the experience you know and just, just like damn it, man it makes so much sense though the people yeah. that don't want you back there don't want to you know well yeah because they don't know what any of their stuff does <laughs> yeah this, this was rough like the one we went to was rough so I'm real glad that you're where you're at. <laughs> you know, you got a got a got a good distillery down there in Charleston. Thank now, you. I but, appreciate that. The one yeah. thing I really enjoyed when I went down there to your release, um, I've been wanting to go to Hatfields for a long time. 
<clears throat> and I had asked you somehow or another well, for your next run, I was like, how close is, is Hatfields to your to where Mountain State is? That way, if you were to get another one, I'd like to stop down there on my way. And uh, you're like, oh, it's like 15 minutes away. I'm like, son of a bitch. Well, <laughs> we're stopping there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now I see why you were asking that question. Yeah, he asked quite a few questions. He'd be like, hey, man, ask Pooch this so he don't think it's me. Yeah. You know. I, do, I I tried, man. I, I'm like, look, I'm sending no, all videos and pictures. <laughs> it was a good time, man. So, Sean, he, he specifically mentioned that um, he's like, well, Sean's not going to be able to be here. His wife has a uh, uh, is a realtor and has a uh, a showing to do or something. So he's yeah, there was something. I can't remember what you told me now, even, but you told I don't me either. Something. I know he was surprised. And oh yeah, he was. I, I I'm sure there was a point where you know Hooch is talking about his friends and Jeff's thinking like, you just why you feed me all this bullshit, man? Like you don't you know all these guys? Like I, I, that's what I would have thought. Like man, there ain't no way you know these dudes, and ain't no way y'all y'all are friends like that. You know, and and I told him this. I'm like, I've been doing this here. I've been open for. Just short of five years, I don't have any, any, uh, I don't know any un until a couple of weeks ago. I didn't know any of, of you all. Um, <clears throat> never, never been to any of these festivals or any of that stuff. And, uh, and, you know, he shows up and then, you know, the world of, uh, of <laughs> craft distilling shows up. I just handed you the key, bro. I just handed you the key. Yeah. We just, like, we just opened the door. Yeah. I think, Where have I been all, all, all this time? I, hey, I bet, all I am is a dumbass with a cell phone that happened to find the right people. And I guess I bet, not piss them off along the way. I'm not real sure. I, I, I tell you, I bet Hooch felt like P. Diddy having all the celebrities show up to his birthday party. Like, <laughs> told you, Jeff. Don't doubt me, man. Yeah. Don't doubt me. No autographs, please. No autographs, please. Tickle was up here in town about six weeks ago. Nobody knows why. Somebody just messaged me and said, and I just saw he was down by the Capitol. Maybe he was meeting with, I can't imagine that of, of everybody they're going to send. I mean, uh, that, that Tickle is going to be the one they send to the Capitol. But, <laughs> to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I've never met Tickle, so I don't know anything about him other than his TV show annex. But it's not any different. <laughs> he's he my knows. kind of guy then. But uh, you know, I've I've had all these. Uh, you know, Jesse uh, Dupree and. Uh, Tim Smith and uh, all these other guys come up here for these ABC things. Mm. Is I'm, Jesse I'm, the cop? No, Jesse from um, uh, <clears throat> the the rock band Jackal. Oh fuck! Okay, he had, he's involved in a distillery out west somewhere, and uh, they were all up here, and none of them come here. I don't know. It's just I sit over here and watch the tumbleweed some nights, and it, it gets a little discouraging. But uh, yeah, 
Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I tell you, man, you got Boost knows liquor, man, and and uh, he's uh, he knows people, you know, and and so like I I value anything he tells me. I'll, I'll tell you that right now, you know, when yeah. when it comes to knowledge, you shut up, Hooch, and you take this. <laughs> so when it when 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 it comes to knowledge or, or needing something or or you know just somebody to pick your brain or how to figure out how to do something, man, Hooch is a dude, and he'll definitely. You know, if 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 you if you follow his lead, he'll lead you to the promised land. So you go on ahead and and you know trust in him. And I would I I I'd trust anything with him. You know, especially when it comes to making money, uh, making liquor. I trust Hoots with my life. And so, you know, if if if, and, if you have if you have any second guessing about it, don't like that. You got you you got one of the good ones right there next to you. So. Um, I, yeah, I, hope, no, I, I hope that I hope that it takes off for you guys, and ten years from now, you know, you just killing it and and all that. So you know, like I said, best of luck, and I I put my faith in that man any any moment, any day. I said I would trust his cut, uh, his cut making. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> put some time and learn how to make cuts. So. Hey, you do not have to worry about ever having a headache. Hey, <laughs> hey damn right. What what size were those little uh, sample glasses? I, yeah. Did you did you bring those from home? <laughs> so I I gotta know. <laughs> when, I run when, five, okay. You got like got a hundred of them lined up. Like, yeah, oh, this one's got a little. This one's got a little paint to it. Can't have that. So when we first met Hooch, <laughs> he was running a ten gallon still. Whoa, 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 whoa. Five, five, oh, five. five. All right, my bad. Making cuts in pint jars and only filling them up about halfway and making his cuts. So. I'm intrigued. Did, did, when you guys went to make his legal run, did he roll in with 400 pint jars? Because that's what we told him he was going in there with was 400 <laughs> pint jars to make all his cuts. Hey, and I did run into jars. Don't jars get Someone's comment at the other day. I believe that. I believe <laughs> you ran into jars, but were they were they jelly jars this time? Uh, they they were actually mason jars. Oh, okay, full size jars. Nice. I, I see you've grown a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> We actually considered bottling them in the mason jars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, yeah, you can you can brag about cuts until you get to tails because I like dirty liquor. Everybody knows that. I like that pot still funk, as Alan right. would call it. You didn't used to like it. <laughs> I brought you over to the to the tail side, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that was fairly easy. For sure. I'm gonna use that on my next um, on my next TTB report because when I dump out all the junk at, at the end of the the run because I don't reuse it uh, and I always there you have to put a reason for you know why you dumped whatever it is you dumped and uh, I always just put stinky still water <laughs> stinky still water pot still I'm funk I'm gonna put I'm gonna put still pot still funk <laughs> pot still funk nice. it's a hell of a dance <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a thump keg waltz. So. Yeah, thump keg waltz. Yeah, I'll do it. No thump keg waltz. That'll get you. As long as, as long as you don't wind up a four wheel drive, then it's an all right night. That's the only right way to to uh, do it. Been there especially, more more times than I like. Especially right before you go on a TV show. Hey, you was in two wheel drive. You wasn't in four yet at that time. I was heading that way. It was you close. Was that way. You saw that video. <laughs> Sean yeah, dug out the wait. Would you Sean dug out the old video from 
the night before he did his run on Master Distiller when he was just plastered. <laughs> he's just sitting there trying to see him on his phone like, man, is he going to fall? Is he going to fall? I waited until I got to the hallway. That way I could just bounce off one wall off and the wall. make my way to the other. I can't, <laughs> I can't do that or there's holes everywhere I bounce off the wall. Like I'm too big to be bouncing off walls. I got to draw like a, a winter jam, Sean, with the steps, <laughs> the hotel. He had his dad to help him up. Like I will say, like, Sean was blasting oh. at the winter jam, and I'll, so yeah. Rick. And if you don't know Rick, like Rick's a little guy, he's walking up behind Sean, and me and my lady are sitting in the car watching Sean and Rick walk up the stairs, and I'm just like, look, man, Sean falls backwards. Hard. Rick's dying too. Like he can't stop him. It's just a little guy. Yeah, he'll break a hip. We have to put him down like a horse. Like it was wild. It was a good time. So, well, after you know, we we hang out in um at at Mountain State, and like I said, it's beautiful there. Um, it reminds me of my shop, especially when you go in the back, and you know, it's um, it, it reminds me of my shop. I'll just say that. <laughs> are you saying your shop's a disaster yeah I am. my organization <laughs> skills are about the same you know <laughs> just like i told my old lady like don't pick my shit up and i'll know where everything's at the minute you touch something i won't be able to be like oh go get that paper clip by the second dresser behind it on the right next to the white shoe like you touch my <laughs> stuff i don't know where it's at so it might look like chaos but it's definitely organized oh it's just all up here but so you know it Jeff treats us like family. We're just in and out, hanging out. Um, and then we walk up, we walk down the road to some restaurant, and he's like, They got good burgers. I'm like, you had me a cheeseburger, bro. Like, it doesn't <laughs> take much. And so, like, you know, we had a bite to eat, went back to Hooch's, and I'm like, All right, man, time to crack this jar open. So I pop his jar open, and, and we just start drinking. Start drinking, shooting the shit, talking shit. Um, and Hooch is going to win that Apple contest. Bullshit. But, uh, <laughs> what he said. What he said. But, uh, you know, we just, uh, it was a good time, man. Like, it was nice. I haven't been to Hooch's in a while. So it was really nice just to hang out all night and, and celebrate, you know. It was just a celebration. And then some, so at some point in the middle of the night, you know, we, we talked a lot of TTV things, just liquor talk. Like, we bored the old ladies to sleep. They went to bed. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> at like 11. That's Jeff's knowledge coming out, man. Yeah, hey, I learned bro, a lot. Yeah. Just, just down there for that run, the knowledge I got from the TTV side of it and the, the paperwork side is honestly, I mean, that you can't find that anywhere online. You might know how to run a steel, but you can't find that stuff. That's, you know, that's what uh, – go ahead, Sean. Oh, I was going to say that. that so – when I got to work with Sugarlands, the little bit that I did, that was one of the things I really appreciated. Is even a big scale for us is not what you would call a big scale for them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. downtown Gatlinburg would be something huge for us, but it's not yeah. for a a, a mid sized distillery. Yeah, you know, and and being able to work with them and going over the shit and weighing stuff and all that like that was a very cool experience for me very cool and humbling i mean i learned a lot you know my biggest thing was whenever because i was lucky enough that i was able to design even my own label 
So whenever I was sending it back and forth with Jeff and, and sending it for um, approval, that was really kind of humbling for me as, you know, all the little eyes you have to dot and teach you got to cross in order to get that stuff shoved through and approved. And even so much as the size of text and different stuff like that, it, it was a, it was a, it was an experience. Let's just put it that way. I gotta say, I was, I, I was, uh, I don't pat myself on the back very often, but I submitted a, the formula to the TTB and, um, one time, no, uh, no rejections, just yeah. you're done. And that was the peach? Yeah. yeah. Now, when, when you say you submitted a formula, did you have to submit your entire process, like yeah. your entire mash process? Did your distilling process have to go into that at all? Or it was does. It, or was it just the mashing products, process? No, it's then, from start to finish. I When I do it, I put it all the way till you know, we – we filter this, we proof it down to this, we bottle it okay. at this. And, um, I, I do it step by step. I figure they've got enough, uh, they've got enough formulas. They're not worried about mine. They're, they're not stealing mine. So, yeah. Yeah. See, like, I'm, I'm just intrigued as the difference of submitting it to through the states. Sean left. See you later, Sean. Hey, just got, it just I'm your co-host, too. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Welcome to Still Talking Uncut. We need co-host Big Easy. Pooch. You know, Jeff's co-host tonight, too. I bet there he is. He's back. Oh, shit. Uh, nice Man, I, I, thought, I thought I ended that whole fucking thing. I was like, I hit a button. I'm like... <gasps> <laughs> now, we was actually enjoying Stacy is watching... Oh, my God. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Sean don't technology real well. I don't do anything <laughs> real well. And if I do, it's generally on accident. I fuck it up and it happens good. Do what? Where, That's not where, like every run I've ever done in my, my life. Same. Um, so we're at Hooch's and we're just, you know, we're drinking and we're talking and and this and that, and then we, we get on the subject of what you can and can't put in afterwards. And he's like, oh, TTV flavored. And I'm like, that's cool. He's like, here, I got some. <laughs> and then he starts popping them open. He's oh, like, here, yeah. try this. Try this. And what was the chocolate? He's like, try this chocolate one. And yeah, I'm like, I, I got to try it. I dump it all over the front of my shirt. <laughs> no surprise. Yeah. No surprise. Yeah, the, a white shirt at that, too, the chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I tell you what, man, it was a good time. So yeah, it was. It was. Man, I enjoyed having you here. That was a really fun night too. And like you said, we time traveled a little bit. Good old time change. Yeah. So, so we're drinking, and it's like, it, what is it? It's one thirty, and then like we we go we go up into the room, up into the bar for a while, come back out later, and it's like. Man, it's one fifteen. What happened? <laughs> it's been like an hour. How the hell is it one fifteen? It's like we had no idea. We just shrugged it off and went on about our day. And then, uh, you know, about five thirty in the morning, it's like, bro, I should probably go to bed. <laughs> well, I looked over at the microwave and I was like, easy. It's six thirty, and you're like, no, it's not. It's five. Th oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was at the end of the night. We realized that it was a time change. I totally forgot about it. 
But it was it was cool, man. It was a good time. So nah, it only happens a couple times a year. You gotta take yeah. advantage of it, right? Yeah, at least we gained an hour, an hour more. I don't think we needed an extra hour though. <laughs> but it was definitely <laughs> always need an extra hour. So Sean, didn't you guys stay in a hotel in Charleston? Uh you guys did. We stayed somewhere, I don't remember. Something I can't remember what it's called. It was a nice place though. Cost an ass lot of money. Cause it was bit, I don't know what the fuck was going on there, but goddamn, it was busier than fuck. Yeah. I think there was. Yeah, I don't know. Some maybe it was we... Tool that night, or then no the it yeah was, the Tool was like concert before. was that night. The what? The night before wasn't it, or was it that night? Yeah. Uh... But there was something else. I, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember what it was. There's always like random stuff down there in Charleston sometimes at the Municipal Auditorium or the, the Civic Center. Or... And then the WVU game was that night too. Mm-hmm. There was. So I got to ask, actually, actually, both both of you guys. So you brought up turbo yeast. What is it about turbo yeast you don't like? And how did you, how long did it take you from the time you started the ferment, pitched the yeast, I guess, until you ran it? So, I usually, well, go ahead, Jack. No, no, I was just going to say, as far as whenever we pitched the yeast to the time running, that would have been him because he was the one down there every day watching it while I was doing my thing. Well, there he goes. But no, I meant more so just the turbo yeast itself. Have you ever used it, Chad? I have just read bad things as far as actually using it. No, no, I was from day one. That was always beat into me from everything that I read is just, it's got too much nutrients in it. It's got too much different stuff. It's going to work too hard. Give you off flavors. That's it right there. I've, I've tried it, you know, years ago and everything that I got off of it was just really, really harsh. Yeah, like the the di- is a diammonium phosphate that's that you're that's kind of a bad thing to stay away from. And then mm-hmm. now, I guess if he was running it through a, a, a plate system, multiple plates, and really stripping it out, I mean, that would it matter? I don't, I don't know. But that I couldn't tell you. I just know that I I, I had a lot of people like you know, like you say, a lot of people are like. Uh, yeah, I can get this high percentage, but it's what the old guys call it, angry liquor. It's just it's like if you run it real hot, it, it you know, and just blaze it out real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I have used turbo yeast as nutrient before. Did you kill it? Did you kill it first? Boil it? Did no. you boil it? No. No, I had I had pitched my 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 daddy or my my firm solutions, whatever I'm going to use, and I didn't have any nutrients, so I cut a pack and just kind of barely sprinkled it after it was already going, just kind of yeah. before the nutrient that's in it. How did that turn out? I thought I didn't see any difference in it from, from anything you, else personally. So one, go ahead. You're good, Sean. Uh, I was going to say, so the one thing I have noticed over the years with turbo yeast, when I first started, I used it and it was, well, I guess looking back now, it was fucking terrible, but. <laughs> you don't know that, you know. Yeah, right. You know. But anyway, so, but I, I've used it one time since, and it sat, the barrel sat for, I bet you, three or four months. And uh, <clears throat> when I went out there, 
it looked like fucking crystal clear water on top. And you could see down and look at the grain bed. Had it gotten cold? Had it cold crashed on oh, you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was oh. cold. Um, but I ran it. And easy, you tried at that time. And it, oh, wasn't, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> I, you know, I feel I like it that. would probably a lot depend on what you're running and what you're looking for, too. Well, wait. No, you didn't. Hold on. No, you didn't try that. That was different. You tried something else. But yeah, like I mean, say, so picture this, and or in my mind, and I might be completely talking out of turn, but in my mind, imagine using turbo or something that's going to work off that heavy and something like an apple. It's already light. You're just going to destroy everything that it's got. At least that's how right. it, that's how it, it lines up in my head, and that that might be completely false. But something maybe for a real heavy grain like a Jimmy Red, maybe some of that bad shit ain't gonna come across as much. I don't know. That's just. I'm more so referring to like a straight sugar shine, nothing else. Yeah. I feel you like know there what? would be so much for them in that sugar shine, it would just it would produce the off. I've yeah. never ever had any luck doing just a pure straight sugar shine. As far as fermenting, yeah, yeah, pH, okay. yeah. I mean, pH, nutrients, and I tell there's there's you know there's a lot to them. Like it's. You might as well just make it support shine and throw some Uncle Jesse's, <laughs> throw some corn in it, and yeah, just that, do it like that. That's tried and true, you know. That's where it's at. It's now, all that, about making that money. The uh, sugar shine that I did do that time, it was straight. It was two pounds a gallon. Um, ten percent. Uh, what the fuck? Oh, I had oyster oyster shells, and it was a mile high. Um, that turbo. Turbo, yeah. And I had zero problems with it at all. Now, who, well, I mean, you know how, how shit is on the internet, too. I mean, one person says something, and the next person is a parrot to it. I mean, hell, basically just like I did right here. I've yeah, never used it myself. And then by the time it gets down the line, old Turbo's terrible, when in reality, is it really? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's you know, so it, much of that shit. And what in my opinion, that, along with, like, the brandy yeast, it's all got its place, just like fucking... Distilling with jars and all that shit, you know. Yeah, like you know, just because, like, I'm sure for some people they they got turbo down and it's great and they can create good liquor with it, you know. It's just like anything else, man. Hey guys, I'll be right back. Do your thing, Jeff. And uh, you know, just because it ain't for you, doesn't mean it ain't for somebody else, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so, my reference to turbo wasn't wasn't necessarily a, a kick in the throat to turbo. It was just the fact that that was the first conversation mm-hmm. me and Jeff had. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's one of those big things. It's like right there in the beginning. If you search anything distilling or hit any of these online forums, and don't even get me started about the Facebook groups. Um, <laughs> use turbo use what the you know what I mean? And you know, do you? You know, if you like it and it works great for you, then do you? I just. You know, I've never, I, I don't have a lot of experience with it, um, and it's just know, not my dick. I know a lot yeah, of people man. out there run turbo yeast, and they will not say that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it, it's, and it's it, not me, but generally, it, it's but, yeah. just like anything else, man. It, it's you know, bread yeast ain't for everybody. Like I don't know how many people use bread yeast on their fruit. You know, you don't hear that a whole lot. A lot of people switch to a different uh, fruit type of yeast and this and that. Um, 
I feel like personally, there's a whole lot of things out there that some very good distillers do mm-hmm. that they don't admit to doing. Oh, due yeah, to, like sourcing the absolute horrid backlash that comes from some of the community. That's my honest opinion. That's a very, yeah, it's a very good opinion. And it's, it's exactly it's what happens. That it's that way because maybe somebody be able to learn something if people weren't so stuck in their ways. But we had that conversation. That's you, a that's a different topic for a different time, right? You know, um, Joseph just asked since since there are so many better alternatives, why use it? You know, you can't really define better. You know, like like better is in the eyes of the beholder. Yes. Realistically, so like while I think it's better. For what I do, I think bread yeast is better for what I do because I like how it tastes. You know, a lot of whereas, you know, so, a lot of people so like people. to mix their shit. So, you know, mm-hmm. so if they want to mix their own shit, they may just run straight sugar. Fuck it, they want it done quick. That's what they got, or that's what they have on hand. And it's, some people, that's what they learn. That's what they learn on. It's just turbo and tried and true for them, and that's what they use. So you know, better is it's it's all perception. You know, it's all you know. It can, it can be talked about different different ways and, and you know it's all about you you know like what's best for you like when we say what's best what's best for you and, and that's well, what times out of 10 too whenever you're telling these new distillers not to use turbo yeast because it'll make hot liquor or whatever the reason might be is that really what made the hot liquor or is it just the inexperience as a distiller you know what that's i mean or is it, too, or know, is it like, something else that maybe i would say it's a mix of that yeah, there's there's so many different variables that yeah, so many different variables. I look at it like this, man. Try everything. Try it all. Try it all. You know, like you you see these guys they ask about thumpers, and they're like, uh, "Well, what's best to run in my thumper?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, it's a magical vessel, and you could put anything in it. Run it dry. Run it with water. Run it with mash. Run it with tails. Run it with flavor concentrate. Run it with fresh fruit. Run it with." run it with anything you want you know and i suggest you go along the line and you do every single one of those and see which one your palate likes the best because my palate's way different from hooch's you know i had hooch a bourbon and he's like oh man i really like this and i'm like eh, i like hope that it's beer. apple brandy <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it my mind. out of a glycerin glass i just want to let you know that's an inside joke of jason still in here Glycerin glass. We get it. Glycerin glass. Uh, it's it's other legs traveling. I still wore my fuck your bourbon shirt from Allen, but at least you're wearing something, you know, like easy as pants. <laughs> it's cold. I got sweatpants on. So there was hey, a pussy. West Virginia's in the house, man. I had to put pants on. You just never know. So. <laughs> no, and see, for me too, just talking about the yeast, I like a um a really long slow ferment too like i'll set mid 70s that's why i love running in the wintertime because i actually have control of the shit then instead of my building getting 95 degrees, degrees and yeah. just blowing four to days. the top you know what i mean four days and it's done I yeah see that you know um it's just cold man i hate fermenting cold and that's kind of like with me running a steel too, uh, just slow. I feel like slow, if something's going wrong, if pH is crashing, I've got more time to fix it. Just like running a steel, I run it slow because if something goes wrong, if something's, I've got more time to fix it. It's like cooking ribs, man. You know, the slower you cook them, the better they're going to be in the end. And you can make those little adjustments. Yeah, John knows, way. John uh, knows me. But, you know, like, like for me, I'm like, hey, fuck all that. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. 
<laughs> nah, and that's that's yeah. what's so cool about it too. There's so many different ways to do shit, right? You know, and and, and like we, was, it's subjective, man. Like so many different ways, or so many different ways to use different types of corn. Like I, I see Bennett and all them complaining about Jimmy Red because it's a little more oily. Jimmy Red's an aging corn man, a barrel. I should what you got to do with it. Got it. Got to throw it in but, a barrel. Oh, you that. know what, man? He's when, got all kinds of cool shit on his, man. I ain't got nothing on mine. When uh, when what when Bennett handed <laughs> when Bennett handed me that jar of uh, apple brandy and Jimmy Red or whatever, I tasted that and I said, "Damn, that made me feel better about myself." <laughs> Jimmy Red I, just needs age. That shit is, you know, it, it's an agent. Like all the oils in it, it's oily. And like I'm like Ben, ben said he put some in a, in a barrel. I'm I want to try it because I heard it brings out you know peanut butter. Um, so caught Rick's piece the epitome of late slow late. Yeah, <laughs> run it like you stole it. That's right. <laughs> turn it up. I feel like I've heard that a time or two. Just turn it up. Turn it. Don't be a pussy. Yeah. I love it. Don't be, a, don't be a pussy. I remember those days. God, do I remember those days. Oh, yeah. Don't be a pussy, man. Turn that up. Turn that up. I love it when people post it. Like, I've been running it like 180 degrees for four hours. I'm like, reach over and turn it up. You know, like. Number like, one, why does it matter what damn temperature you're at? Number two. <laughs> you know, when, I'm not getting any liquor, so turn it up. When you're, when you're first starting to distill, you don't really. You don't really understand what you don't know until you yeah. go and you sit in on somebody else running their still who has, we'll just say, more experience than you, who, who have ran that still a lot more than, than you have, you know, like who have been there, have been through the, the hard, the hard, the ups and the downs. And, and so, and you learn a lot about what you don't know that you thought you had mastered when you sit in on, on somebody and you just watch, you know. And and that's one of the anytime I go somewhere and somebody's running a still, do I want to hop in and take over? Hell yeah, that's just my nature. But I like to sit, I like to watch, see how somebody does something, because then you can um you can you can pick up things, you know. You can pick up small things here and there, and you're like, Oh man, I didn't think about that. And then you incorporate that in what you do, and all of a sudden you're you know, your your product is just so much better from the small you picked up from another distiller it's no different than watching a video yeah honestly that's why so so obviously there's some other reasons why i didn't run the still at your place whenever i brought up the uh the wheat mash but um it was cool too to step back and see your cuts and your process doing it all how was the ferment on that (laughs) how was the ferment on that well the ferment went like this It, it was well, I'll just tell you the best way to picture it. The best way to picture it would be to picture Sean Rigsby and a worm bucket. <laughs> it's just overflowing. Huh? What happens at the top nice. of that? It's basically what happened to the fermenter. You I'm out of here. Up, you set yourself up for that. That's awesome, Hooch. In case nobody knows, Sean flooded his worm about four times in like 30 minutes. And he just couldn't get it dialed in right, man. So now he's he's Captain Flood. Now listen, and, uh, and l- let me explain something. <laughs> it wasn't about dialing in at the time. I've got a bad habit with a bigger, like a 50-gallon worm barrel. 
because there's so much water in it, right? I fill the motherfucker up and I just shut the water off where it's coming in. I let it warm up and then I turn it on, let it cycle. When you go from a 50 to half that, you that shit gets fucking rolling. hot fast. You got to keep turn, it rolling. And I turn it on. And I, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and then I, all of a sudden I go from like, you know, two quarts to three gallons. Yeah, worm proof. We call that worm proof. Your worm is proofing your liquor for you. Then there's a fucking problem. Have a great <laughs> night, Lisa. You know, you know, a, a enclosed worm would fix that. I don't know. He, he would probably so you just blow not, a fucking hole in it. Yeah, he'd blow a well, hole yeah, in it. Yeah, you, he, you not, can't do that. Did I tell you about open, that? He'd not open the top valve and um, not let the well, air Luckily, some of them come with, uh, with pressure relief now. But the other thing you got to watch is you close the top valve and you turn your, your uh, garden hose off. Say oh, you yeah. go and hook it from the house or wherever go, you got go, it. Go, go, go. <laughs> So what, what you're saying is, if you've got an enclosed worm, you need a landry valve on that one, too. You need to treat it like you would your steel when you're yeah. shutting down or, or starting up. <laughs> and, and under no circumstance, if you have a sight glass in there, is it okay to pop that tri-clamp off and let the air bubble out? Why not? Do not do, not do that. Uh, well, we, we watched somebody on live do it one night. And was, there, th- was there? Did I they, miss this? Yeah, they pulled a rig speed <laughs> and, flood, and flooded it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, in who did this? Who did this? Um, it was you. It was your boy Shua. Was it really? Oh yeah. No. Now he but, was drinking, I think, pretty heavily that night. But you know, the matter. air bubble forms up in the sight glass where he was going to yeah. make sure, you know, to get that air bubble out so he could see down in there better or whatever it was. Pop that tri clamp off to let the air out. You're, fucking, <laughs> you're kidding me, right? <laughs> no, it was amazing. So, oh man, it was you. pretty funny. And then he even got mops in the mail, kind of like the tarp incident. So it, yeah. it was, it was mops and tarps. It was a funny laugh. I'm still wondering why nobody sent Hooch floor tiles. Like I'm surprised Hooch well, didn't get floor, floor tiles in the mail. That was kind it of. It is never too late. You, you damn right. Is that spot still bare? No, I got new tiles on it. No, Unfortunately, I had to pay up. for them myself. <laughs> I guess you're, you're not big enough if people don't send you shit for your fuck-ups, huh? I know. I need more followers. I know the feeling, motherfucker. <laughs> I know the feeling, huh? Man. Nah, that jet burner. Jet you don't burner. have that anymore, do you? That, got, that went to Noble, didn't it? Yeah, Noble. Nate, Noble, Noble yeah, I think that, it. that had something to do with this beautiful banana brandy right here. It did. So, actually, he got a 55-gallon drum from me that I got from Sean. and That Sean got from Matt motherfucking Brown. <laughs> the Matt Brown. The Matt. Thanks, wow. So, you know, it, it's it's cool when, uh, it's cool to see that stuff. You know, you got, you know, you got your buddies and, uh, you help them with their set, with their setups and then all of a sudden you see them running, uh, you see him running, running your shit you built, you know, just like, just like Hooch ran the Flatlander inside the distillery. You that's know? that's How, what I was getting ready to say, man. That that peach brandy tastes different to me. Uh, yeah, it hits differently, you know. It hits differently, you know. It's it's your boy finally got his legal label out, and and like I said, you know, if you know, you know how hard it was and and, and what the dude went through. So, of course, you uh you celebrate that for him, man. You know and 
you just have that great time, and that's what it's about, you know. Well, I for sure appreciate it, y'all. That's for that's for damn sure. What number did you end up with, Sean? What what number bottle? I got five. That's the one I drank. Yeah, I know. I, I wish we could have planned out where you had four. I never even thought I, about it. I'm going with number five. But so it was some, cool because so four was the one that I got originally. I grabbed four, and I walked up there, and he's like, "No, nah, I got this for you, number three. Nice. I'm like, Sean's probably got four. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Because because I walked away, and then later on that evening was when. I asked you if we could buy a couple more because Bennett actually received his today. He took delivery oh, cool. on it. Nice. So, uh, I figured I'm I would anxious. not. I'm anxious to see what he thinks. And then obviously, too, when batch two gets going, uh, Lord willing and the water don't rise, that we, we can find some peaches and get that going before the end of the year. That would be that would be amazing because I felt bad there wasn't very much to go around, but also I had to take care of my boys that came down there. Well, that And, you know, like we talked about earlier, man, you know, Je Jeff – put his neck on the line, went out on a limb. Exactly. Like, let's be for real. If, I, if I'm running a distillery and you come to me, I have no fucking idea who you are. And, you know, you're talking about these folks that I, I've heard of or seen. You know, I think you're full yeah. of shit still. And, you know, we, 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 we get to where, you know, you know, I put my name on the line, put myself on the line for you. Well, we're not going to jump in with 100 gallons. You know, like, we're not going to run 100 gallons and put out all this money. Like, let's Keep it small, and let's see how it goes. You know, and and which you know, I guarantee you know. After looking back, it's like goddamn, I should have ran a fifty gallon still. You know, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there, or better. Yeah, you know, but that's neither here nor there. But you know, in the future, it's going to be different because you, I guarantee you've already you've already got people. I'm over here like, bro, I need ten. I got people that asking me about them, like you know. So let us oh, know when it comes out again. I've got a list of probably um, a case and a half, at least, of people that are just. Yeah, and I feel bad. Yeah. You know, you feel bad, but you know, you. It is, you know it you is work what, with it what is. you got, and that's just what we had. And, and dude, brother, like there's said, there's there's people that you know, either I know or and family. That's like, hey, you know, is there any way I can still get a jar of that? I'm like, they're sold out, and I ain't got no more to give away. You know, I've got what I'm obligated to have. That people wanted me to get and they just haven't got with me yet but you know I, you, I feel you sorry about that guys i had uh thank you some some guys came knocking on the door and this they wanted calls. to buy some shine so hey you gotta sell the liquor man I you, can't never turn turn, people away. you never turn down liquor so duty calls duty calls. that's so all we was just talking bad about you while you was gone anyway <laughs> so now that you're back we'll yeah usually i usually give people that 10 15 minutes to just Bad mouth me to no end, so they you're don't good. have to hear it. Well, well, we'll carry it over while you're back, you know. Like, uh, you know, like, I can take it. Like, I, I think you should adopt the big easy hairstyle and just shave it all off. That's my day. You know, you, you need to you need to get with the big easy. Hey, I mean, I'm and, there, and, man. And just yeah, I'm see, there. man, you might as well join us over. Leave your hat on, shot. Nobody wants to see your full head of hair, asshole. Well, so full head of hair. I ain't, I don't yeah. see no full head of hair. Do you guys? See Sean's built like a Wookie, you know. Like I can't Sean, even grow hair on my face. What makes you think I can grow it on my head? Sean evolved from a Wookie. I can only grow gray hair on my face, and the only thing head, I'm so. missing is overalls, baby. <laughs> go put your uh, and, and good liquor and good liquor. Go put your brown. It's because you don't. Uh, I'm sure you got a jar. You got a jar of Hooch's liquor over there. Uh, I gotta I get like that caramel apple, man. Like. Let me know when you want to come up, man, and I'll meet you there. So, 
Yeah, it's that's what right in the middle between us, right? Yeah. So um, when I, I drove down, it was an hour and fifteen minutes for me, and then from there to Charleston, it was three hours and ten minutes, or yeah. two hours and ten minutes. So like from my house to Charleston, it was three and a half hours. So I lost like thirty minutes to stop. Hooch, how how close are you to Ripley? Uh, Ohio or West no, Virginia? West Virginia. We drove through there on our way to Charleston. 20 minutes. Okay. It's not bad. I mean, that's that's where I, I used to work. I mean, that's that's my hometown, basically. I just live out in BFE from there. So I, I, it looks like we're going to have to meet you in Pittsburgh at, uh, at JJ's. We'll have to go by JJ's. If we so, do it on a Monday, I might be able to get – wait a minute, he's on this side. I might be able to get this guy – Hey, let's plan that shit. I don't even know. There we go. Yeah, it, it's, it's backwards. So it's only five hours for me. So it takes five hours for me to get to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I think, is mm-hmm. around three, four, somewhere. Around. Nice, nice. Like four, four it's about a good four and a four, four and a half for me. Yeah. JJ yeah. makes some good uh, blue corn, man. I tried yeah. that when I was at yeah, that farm blue. I bottle. Got, I got a bottle of it. Uh, some really good liquor. Like I said, I love it when it's, you know, it's small, you know, and you can definitely taste the difference in the love. It's all about the love. Like last night I was on live. I'm beating apples with a two by four and all these guys are just busting my balls about it. Like get you a chipper, get you a sledgehammer. Yeah. Get you a smack, get you a, uh, you know, get you a smack, whatever. And I'm like, nah, bro, this is the love. And I'm just yeah. beating it with this two by four. Like, man, this is how I do my brandy. I beat my brandy. What a two by four. <laughs> two hands at a time. Damn right. Two <laughs> hands. At, I, it, it's usually just two, a little two by four, Sean, little two by fours. And, uh, and, you know, <laughs> it's, that's just how it is. You know, it's like, that's how I do it. So if I'm going to make me a brandy, I'm going to do it the hard way. It wouldn't matter if I rolled into a distillery and I was doing a hundred gallon mash. You'll see my ass over there beating them peaches or beating them apples with a two by four. And that's the way I'm going to do it. Because heritage. We yeah. sat down here for uh, – now, we, we – I guess we probably cheated a little bit. I used that uh, – I used a drill with the little yeah. thing. Paint mixer? Oh, I, I, mean, I used that at the end. Once I – you know, after I enzyme it and all that, I, I throw my drill on there with the sharpened ends on it. Oh, all that talk, but oh, I throw it on there at the end. Oh, that, that's different, you know. We <laughs> sat back there and we cut these stupid peaches up one yeah. at a time. and That's it, how it is. But you know, if if you if you taste peach brandy like that, and you take pe- you taste peach brandy with uh, say canned peaches, you or know Baker's, I don't know about you guys, yeah, or puree or puree, you can taste you can definitely taste and smell the difference. There's such a difference yeah, that, that between corn syrup that's in the cans and stuff. They can yep. them things in. You I just mean, get that fresh smell. Yeah, it's almost and it's like any. I don't, I don't know really how to explain it, but it, it, it's like blueberries or something. Somebody expects when you have a, a blueberry shine or something like that, that they're going to be, you know, eating blueberry candy. And yeah, when yeah. we get off here, Jeff, I need you to text me the address of the of somewhere and I'll get you some of that. Oh, yeah, I know what he's talking about. But yeah, people, whenever they think brandy, they automatically think what they're biting into. And, you know, with peach, with peach, it's more of a, 
don't know. How would you explain it? A, like a character? Beetle, like a like a popcorn-y type. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Unless it's, you do what me and Jeff did and infuse the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. That's basically what was done. Yeah, you, you, you're trying to impart those aromas into it to trick your to trick your palate into tasting what's not there. Yeah, you know, and and like when when you drink what what Hooch made while while the state or TTB made him call it moonshine in in our legal world, we're calling that brandy. You know, it's it it, it it's a brandy to us. You know, just because he added sugar to the peaches, to us, it's still a yeah. brandy. You know, it's. Yeah. It, Legally, they won't let them call it a brandy, but to us, that's a hillbilly style brandy. And and when when you're drinking this, it's something that you have to sip on. The more you sip on it, the more pronounced the peaches become. That's the truth. It's not supposed to be candy, and it's it's when you make something with infusion, it's more enjoyed and more respected by a, as opposed to a college kid that comes in and they hear peach, they want peach. Post flavored, you know, it's a gentleman's drink. Like we or, like, or slices of peaches in the jar. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like me, me and who's talked about, you know, we movies they won't go in the cigar room, have a cigar and have a glass of brandy. You know, it's a gentleman's drink. And you know, I always say brandy is a fine lady and she should be treated as such. You know, treat her like a fine woman because that's what she is. She ain't made for shooting, she ain't made for mixing, you know, it ain't made for chugging, you know. It's made for, it's made yeah. to be, you know, treated finely, <laughs> you know, sipping, sipping whiskey. Yeah, man, honestly, you're the one that taught me that whenever you was here, because I tried, hell, I tried that, my own peach, or whatever you want to call it, Mountain State's peach, our peach, uh, on ice, and I was like, holy shit, this is how this is supposed to be. That's, that's <laughs> fucking terrible. I don't know. Uh, Sean, I don't care what you say. It was good, hey, and my apple's good. I just, I just don't like anything clear with ice i like to drink it the way it was it was made to be drank in my in my opinion that's my opinion do you like it warm do you like it warm do you like it warm or do you like it out of the freezer no if it's brandy i like it warm okay if it's the shit that come from sugarlands i like it out of the freezer because it, it really tones the wheat down it's a it's a gentlewoman's drink too, Lisa. We we didn't we didn't mean that. We just from the old movies. We it was always you know the gentlemen are going to the yeah. drink room. And <laughs> it ain't we, vodka, so yeah, we, we, it, uh, we were pretty drunk. Yeah, we were pretty we were pretty hammered just talking shit and shooting the shit. But uh, you know, it, this guy a minute time. ago said um, that he he lets his peaches get so ripe you can just squeeze the. Mm-hmm. Uh, the seeds out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some that I'll be right back. We had satin that yeah. sat in here for a bit, and um, and well, they got moldy, so we didn't want to use those. And I put them in a bag. <laughs> took them out here. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> took them out here and hung them on the side of a trash can, the city trash can here. It wasn't an hour later. Some dude comes by and off with the peaches he goes. He got he got drunk, you know. <laughs> he saw he no, saw some, was, some it, rotten he fermented was, peaches, man. He was good to go. <laughs> he was a uh, he, he was we'll call him a displaced citizen. <laughs> but He's just getting by, you know. Yeah, and I knew that there was some peach 
you know, a lot of it's still edible. Oh, yeah. Just didn't want to go through the hassle of it. So I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just going to set them out here. And, you know, somebody wants, dag on, some dude come by and took the whole bag. It, it was half fermented in the bag before he got them. So he, yeah, he probably, he, uh, he, he got him a little hooch, a little prison <laughs> hooch. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. That's yeah. awesome. So, y'all, um, y'all got on the yeast subject while I was gone. Um, did they ask you what type of yeast you like to use, Jeff? Um, I for uh, shine, just straight shine. I always use just dry active, you know, daddy yeast. Phil. Um. Now for for the uh, peach shine. I used a little bit of champagne yeast. Not much, um, but I did put a little bit of that in there. Now, are you talking about when you did a peach shine, you use the champagne yeast, or when for Hooch's run, you guys use the champagne yeast? Yeah, okay. on the on Hooch's. And um, is that the only type of yeast you use on that Hooch was the champagne yeast, or did you add in any other type? It, it was a co-pitch. Okay. Nice. But other than that, I don't I don't really once I get a decent flavor out of something, you know, I leave the uh I don't try to mess with much much, much with yeast. There's just so many out there that there is a lot now. something I yep. there, there's so many to choose from. And you know, like you said, if you make something and you're like, oh man, that's good. Like, how am I gonna change that? I'm gonna try to duplicate that to the best possible. And you know, just like anything else, what works best for you? You know, what works best for you? Just do that. Yeah, and like when you all were down here, you know, I th- I'm I'm sure I told you all when you were here. I wish I would have had you guys years ago because the, the ideas that I got just in you know a couple of hours of hanging out with you all. You know, I, I'm sitting here wanting to try a dozen different ways to make shine. But, yeah. You know, I, doing it the way I'm doing it, you know, people come to expect a flavor. Um, and as much as I would like to, you know, some one of, one of you all were talking about throwing the uh, or reusing the corn and. Yeah, sour mash. I was talking about, uh, re, you know, reusing your corn a little bit. Shot yeah. your mic's muted. Yeah, and uh, I, I want to, but I, I'm just afraid that it's going to throw it off. It'll be a little different. You that's know? what. That's one thing I was going to ask. Um, have you ever thought about dabbling into like flavors, like post flavored stuff? Aside of just like uh, barrel age and stuff and we, like that, and we know you got the apple pie. Like you do have an apple pie. On yeah, your side. I, I do the apple pie, and I do a uh, a uh, uh, it's called a spiked candy cane for the holidays, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's just peppermint. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to make a blackberry that was completely post-flavored, post-distillation flavored. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I did it similarly. I crushed up all the blackberries, all that manual stuff, and yep. uh, and I let it set. 
but then I filter all that junk out mm -hmm. and um, it was, it was good. Ain't nothing like fresh fruit, man. And, and the flavor, the flavor is what sells, you know, like it really is. That, that, that's what the ladies want, man. They want that blackberry. They want that. They want that sour apple, you know, they, they want that apple pie. And, and, and like um, last week, Danielle said, like, you know, 70% of your sales are women. Yeah, you got to market to the women. That's yes, that's, you know. that's who it's buys true. the liquor. Yeah, um, the guys when, might pay for it, but the women want it. The women buy yeah. it. And the men want what the women want, so the man's going to buy it too. But he's going to drink twice as much. He's going to go through two the jars. Cool is, is that have she goes to a jar that that's going to hit both palates, right? So you've got the the real sweet stuff for her, and maybe you've got a whiskey which you've already got, or a corn liquor or you know. something. It, it, that's men, men words, manly. Rather, you know, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And dude, dude wants a hundred proof. He's like, boy, yeah. like, hey man, check. I got this jar, hundred proof moonshine. Let's get fucking drunk. But you know, you you have some people that go in there and they know what they're drinking, and they walk in there and they're like, "Oh, we well, got this shit. You got peach moonshine. Like, is that post flavored?" And you're like, "No." And they're like, "Oh, so it's fermented with peaches." You know. And that, and that, in my opinion, is the closest thing to post-flavored you can get, yes, aside of barrel-age, what you do. Yep. And that I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even really know why I've always had that thought of wanting to keep everything as natural as possible. And I know that with post-flavoring uh, with fruit doesn't really go against that, because it's you know, you know, fruit, yeah. but as far as, um, it's a purist man. Like it's yeah. a purist well, part I just of never, it, you know, I, I've been to a lot of so many craft distilleries and all they do is they make their shine and then they just flavor it with some kind of a flavor oil. And to mm -hmm. me, that's just not, yeah. Yeah. That's well, not how know, I want to do it. I agree. Yeah. You know, when I go to a distillery, any distillery, doesn't matter who it is. And they're like, hey, you know, what do you want to try? We got all these flavors. First thing I want to try is our clear corn, clear grain or or brandy or whatever yeah. it is. Rum, it don't matter. Yeah. I like to taste what's what I know is coming out of their still. Yeah. But on the on the flip side, the the next ninety nine people that come in behind you, they want to taste that post flavor. They want that candy, mm -hmm. you know. And, and 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 like even even for us, like like we're see ourselves as pure it's like i like my liquor clear unflavored you know infused and but you know if when it comes down to dollars and cents man you know it's like what 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 do i gotta do and you know if i've if i got a post flavor to sell it to the ladies to make me a million bucks well you bet your ass i'll show as much leg as it takes <laughs> so, yeah. you've got to have that stuff with me i'm the same way you walk in the first thing you want to taste is the clear you want the unadulterated exactly what it is there's no hiding shit in that mm -hmm. it's clear yep. you want to try that and then for me personally being an aged liquor fan the next thing i want to try is anything aged and then my first question is always is it sourced yep or if it is you know if it is distilled off site right. and brought in is it your own recipe that that you you worked on with a distillery, or did you go to MGP or somewhere and buy this or, fucking barrel? Or, or, you know are you mean? are you at least aging it in house so that you have the control over it? Like yeah, like you know that that that's control over the mash bill, control over the barrel, not just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, know, this that, one that, tastes good. 
Yeah, I, it's yeah. it's never been any secret that the only thing that uh, any any of my products, the only thing that I don't distill is my Southern Blend bourbon whiskey. I never have. I don't really have room to do. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do a bourbon, I, you know, I, I don't have a. You know, my biggest skill still is 50 gallons, so I'm not going to get enough to really make a true single batch. Uh, so, so are you, oh, go ahead, Sean. I was going to say, are you running electric on that? Yes. Is that your, yeah. You, two elements? Yeah. Have you ran fire or propane before that? or? Outside of here, with? I did, but the city wouldn't let me use open flame in here. Okay. Damn city, we want to. I want to build a fire inside. I want to build a fire pit inside, bringing, bringing yeah. wood. Yeah, I so wanted to bring in. I just wanted a smoker fire. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, but other than that, like even when I when I first started doing my shine here, which was the that was the reason I opened the place to begin with. It wasn't for the bourbon or anything that just kind of came out of a necessity, but, um, and yes, I do age it here. You know, when yeah, I get now, it, it's while, crystal clear. While, you, while you're talking about that, tell us about your aging room. Aging rum? No, your room, your room where your barrels are. Oh. Tell us about your barrel room. <laughs> you know, um, so for the most part, I have always, I used to have a bunch of barrels lined up towards the back of the, uh, uh, where you go into the production area. Are you talking 53 gallon barrels or are you try yes. you like, okay. Big and, um, you know, and I, they, but as far as an actual room, they weren't even in the technically bonded area. Uh, but I, I, I had a lot of them and I didn't have so anywhere to put them. So, I figured if somebody was going to come in here and steal a 462 pound barrel of whiskey, hey, what am I, I got? But where so is the one you got yeah, now? Yeah, where where are you storing your barrels? What type of room is it? It is a um, an old antique safe from like a bank the, safe, right? This, like yeah, this building used to be a bank. That's where I'm getting. That's cool to. as fuck. That's, That's where cool I'm getting shit. to. So it's the distillery's inside an old yeah. bank. And he uses the old vault, right? The old vault, like a uh, azure barrel room. So that's, yeah. that's where I was leading to slowly. <laughs> yeah, I can usually, uh, a lot of, I'll usually have about three barrels in there. It's about all that'll fit. That's all, that's as big as a uh, vault was back then. Hmm. And, um, you know, everything else just sat out here by the windows. And nice. I still think we need to get, um, change production a little bit and get some grain going because a whole lot of 15s and 10s would fit in there and we could do a whole new line and call it the vault well the and, vault. and not only that it wouldn't take near as long to age exactly I mean, yeah turnaround would be way quicker. I, I, i've I, also I, got I, that loft upstairs where i can just oh, man, we could have the vault we could have the loft the loft you and could the market vault, the huh? you could market the the ass off that thing the, the bank i'm I'm definitely, I'm down for it. Um, yeah. I think what, what you all were talking about, about the post flavoring a little bit ago, I think that, um, you know, 
I'm going to have to, if I want to be able to uh, sustain, mm-hmm. you know, I gotta, yeah. I'm I, going I to have to do some of the stuff like I used to do, you know. I, I observe a lot when I go to places and in the, uh, the crowd outside the crowd that walks past, like that, that what I seen down there, that it, it screams post flavor, you know, it screams blackberry, you know, it, it, it screams, you know, it definitely still has your bourbon and your clear liquor, but, but just for the groups of people that, that we seen down there when we went and walked and had dinner and, and just hanging out and, and passing jars out by the river and just seeing the people walking past, you know, uh, big lettering that says free moonshine samples. Then they get them in there and the ladies try some really good blackberry. They're going to buy it. You know, the, the, the men, they try that corn liquor. They try that infused peach and they're like, man, this is right. Especially, you know, tell you story, you know, tell you story, man. And you love what you do. Let people know why you love what you do. And it, it goes a long, long way. So. Yeah. I, I, I believe you. I, I, I I think that people, in general, I believe people want to stick with somebody that is more genuine to their craft. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of people just going and, you know, they got a lot of money and they just buy a bunch of equipment. And next thing you know, you're a distillery. You you haven't yeah. distilled, but you're yeah. a distillery. Yeah. You know, that's, I really appreciate, you know, <clears throat> when, I, when I was talking to Hooch and, and he was like, well, we're only doing a 25, 26 gallon batch. I gave him shit about it, you know, but that's what we do. But on the other end of that, it makes his more special than mine. You know, even I want, I want a show. I got a run with Sugarlands. It was like 1182 jars. But the fact that, well, right. But the fact that, his was a an actual small batch you know that is fucking important i mean yep. it's, it's just you know what i mean i don't know how to really say it, it definitely, but it definitely more special yeah whenever yeah. i hear like you guys say say that something's good about it too and say good things about it and reviews about it it also sets in my mind a little bit knowing that there's only x in that amount of bottles that's out there and I mean, that's basically it until batch two comes along and, and who knows, there might, there'll be some different tasting notes in, in batch oh, two yeah. than it was in batch one. Cause it's it'll never be the same. Perhaps small batch spirit. So. Nope. Yeah. And, and that's something that a lot of people don't get every yeah. single, you know, even if you're going to uh, Jack Daniels or somewhere like that, their barrels, each barrel is going to have a little bit different flavor to it. Yeah. But where well, that, they blend them, they can get them a lot closer. Well, and that's also why they use artificial color and artificial flavor for consistency. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas uh, not not on any one of your labels sitting in your place does it say, except maybe the apple pie, it's, you know, artificial flavors or, or colors or anything like that. You know, it's all just, it's legit straight liquor. So that, that's mm-hmm. a big difference. And like you said, I'm sure you're going to do things a little differently on the second run. You're going to be a little bit more at ease than yeah. you were on the first one. Cause I imagine that first run, you know, he was, it, oh, he was, I was tight. Definitely up tight. I he was, was definitely tight. Up. You know, like it's, well, I mean, I had showed up to, to 
a dude's distillery and I mean, hell, he don't really, I mean, he's got to know me, but he don't know me from Adam and I'm back yeah. here. I'm back here messing with everything. And I don't know. It was just, you know, the funny since then I, I don't feel bad now, Jeff, I'll just go back here and do whatever the hell I want. But <laughs> I've, I've said, Hey, the funny thing is though, the whole time after you brought this up to me and easy, we're both like, <clears throat> we know it's going to be good. Oh yeah, the whole time. <laughs> he, he's asking us no about doubt. shit, and we're like, "Man, just run that shit, bro. It's going to be amazing." I know it is. You know me. I don't. I don't personally like much of anything that I make. Uh, yeah, Same. you should. I pick it apart. You should. I like, the peach brandy I handed you. I'm like, yeah, I like it. It could be better. There you go. No, I thought this. So I, I'm not <clears> saying that I thought it was bad. I'm just. I pick little things out that other people wouldn't. I'm just. When 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 you're satisfied with what you do, then that's you're when not, you stop. You're not going to yeah, strive right. to be better, you know. And that's just that's a that's something personal inside of you, to where it doesn't matter how good it is, you're going to be like, I don't like that. Oh, dude, I don't like that. I don't like that. But when so, you can drink it and not complain too much, that's here's, all right. Here's here's one way that I look at it. Every time I do a different batch. And I put it on the shelf. I'm always concerned. I'm like, man, was this one, was this batch as good? Is it, is it, are people going to come in and be like, oh, that sucks. Um, and then, you know, that's that. It, mm-hmm. But they are. Um, Definitely. I, I try to keep things consistent, but I always I'm always wanting, I'm always concerned that my, whatever I make isn't going to be good enough. You know, it's your name. That's your name. You know, like I made this, there's no being like, well, this happened or this, like, look, man, I made this and I'm giving this to you. So, you know, I wouldn't hand out anything that I wouldn't drink myself. I'm not going to be like, oh, that is so terrible. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Give me my money. It's like, "Ah, sometimes you just got to start over, man. Yeah, you know, people only knew the amount of runs in my lifetime that you guys never knew high nor hair of. Uh, you'd be amazed at this stuff. Oh, yeah. Wait, you nah, know. I'm, I'm trying this, and I ain't going to let nobody know. And then not only that, yeah, the, the one time, just like you said, the one time that you're like, I make the best liquor on the East Coast or whatever, you know. And we'll joke about that, but the one time you're actually serious, stop making liquor. Please. I don't think any of us is that. I don't think any of us have ever made that joke to each other. Like, yeah. I don't remember any of us ever be ever saying, even joking, like, "Oh, I make the best liquor," or "My liquor's better than his," or "My liquor's better." Like, we don't even make that joke just because I can't bring myself to say it about myself. You know, like, yeah, that's just not my dig. I'll be like, "This is pretty Except good." Except for like, about apple brandy competitions, I will, I will do that. Oh, that's just shit talking between boys. That's different. We can't hear you, Sean. I think you muted yourself again. <laughs> it's going to be the number one tire fire. Yeah, number one. No, nah. nope. I, I want the tire. I'm shooting for the tire fire trophy. The only way you get a trophy in this competition is first or last. So I'm going for last. I'm I'm just turning <laughs> in heads. It's all heads. I generally do pretty decent when it's my first run or whatever it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that, Mr. Vodka. You know, I'll give you that. You know, I've, run it drunk. I've heard them all call you uh, Mr. Vodka and use vodka and man. Stuff. Um, and, and that's what you did on the show, right? Or, it, 
So we used we used copper pots with thumpers uh-huh. or doublers, whatever you want to call them, and worms. So it was a vodka episode, but we really didn't run vodka. I ran it three times. I ran it twice. A uh, spirit or stripping is what they called it. And a spirit run and an infusion run, which they didn't really like it when I said, why the fuck am I doing a fucking stripping run? Just let me run it one time and infuse it and be done. Yeah. yeah fill that time. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Um, Jeff, I've got some extra bottles of his legal label. I'll bring you one down. I'd, I'd definitely like to try it out. Don't expect any kind of uh, berry flavor. Especially, especially um, compared to Hooch's Peach. Well, you know, that's the difference between jars and a gin basket. You yeah, know? and we like, did. You can ask Jeff. We we changed him jars out halfway through, the, or actually closer to the end of that run too, because we just wasn't wasn't happy with it, and yeah. we're like, nah, we're let's change it. Let's go. <laughs> the old uh, the old sketchy thing. Like I don't recommend that to beginners. Do not do not pull jars off of your jar rig unless you like sketchy shit and i mean unless you're on electric and and no cigarette and who cares that's right you know i don't know what that's about i'm a flame guy so i'll let chad do all that with the jars because i was scared to break in one of them it was it was cool that run played out because i feel like you jeff had a lot to do with the mashing side of it i mean basically it was you it was your recipe i was just there helping and then I put my touch on it with the infusion, so it was it was like the best of both worlds. I feel like. I think I, I told you a dozen times. I think we did a good thing. Um, the reason I was asking about vodka is because I have people in here constantly saying, "Do you make a vodka, or are you are you going to make a vodka?" But I cannot, in any way. Compete with these other vodkas. I go into these bars here, and they tell me, "Oh yeah, you make vodka. Every bar in town will carry it." Well, no, they won't because I can't make. I'd have to charge so much for it because my batches are so small, and I just I can't. So when you when you make vodka, then let me ask. What ingredients do you use? I don't make vodka. So now, what? Say, say you were going to make a vodka. Yeah. What, what What would you ideally make it out of? I would like to, you know, do it the old way and make it out of potatoes or something, because uh, there's so vodka should not have a flavor profile. And potatoes in their raw form don't really have much flavor at all. But right. you get so little uh, yield out of a potato. So, so how many plates do you have? Four. And a deflag, right? Yeah. So what's to say you used your normal um, corn liquor? recipe can you get 190 out of that i have before yes now you're running it so much and and like like tito's is a it's a corn-based vodka um the one of the 
the least told or whatever you call it um alan told me the other day um it's a secret i guess or whatever but fucking activated charcoal you can just about filter every flavor out of it the thing you got to remember though with vodka is yeah there's easy ways to do that but with vodka can a small distillery compete with this bottom shelf vodka that these these bars are carrying like it's going to have to be number one a craft vodka mm-hmm. you want to market it as such to get your money for it and number two you're going to have to have special cocktails at the bars to get them to use that craft vodka not this this one off the bottom shelf that they're grabbing that might taste like tire fire yeah. but mixed into this fruit juice it tastes great off the bar you know what i mean well That's i mean the big problem is beating what, that price what what, what if you're not thinking about you know, being in bars or being in stores, you just, you have vodka inside your place, you know, like you have a vodka on your shelf. Somebody comes in, like I said, it's about connecting with you. They're going to get that vodka and like you got four plates. That might be something you use second gen of your corn for, you know, you don't want to change the flavor of your corn liquor. So now let's, let's, let's do a second run, a, a semi sour match before it gets sour, reuse that corn to make vodka with, even if you've got to do a stripping run and then a spirit run and just, just a cheaper way for you to, to, for one, reuse, uh, reuse that corn and, and stretch it. And it makes your bot, your mash bill on your vodka cheaper. You know, that, well, it could be a way just to have, you've also got your tails and your heads and different stuff like that. Not your four shots, your heads is what I'm talking about here. Um, that you can save back and also rerun and really strip out and strip everything and get some good liquor out of it. You can really clean that stuff up. So. Yep. So, like, it, um, if you're not saving your tails now from all your runs, you know, you could um, save them all up and do you a big tails run and make you vodka out of that. Um, yeah, I, I do keep them, and eventually okay. I blend it in with, uh, when I get enough, I'll blend it in with my uh, regular shine yeah when you're running yeah bump that pot up so sometimes they're good to have when you need to bump that pot up mm-hmm. so yeah it's uh you know just we're just sitting here shooting the shit bouncing ideas talking <laughs> this is uh this is like, I, gotta say, man, I wish i'd have known y'all years we, ago because i could use all these uh like, i could use all these ideas we do this all the time like you know we just we bounce ideas we talk liquor and if you don't have groups of friends that you're in a group chat and you're bouncing ideas and talking liquor to, get you one. If yeah. you want one, exchange numbers with me and Sean. We'll put you in a group with us. You'll probably leave after a few days. But <laughs> I looked at my phone and there was like 158 messages the other day just to put that into perspective. Yeah. Like it's 24 Here for you. Six five does yeah. not stop. And it's not it's talk. not always shit talking like you know like there's good quality stuff that comes out mm-hmm. of this and we're like what about this and what not about out that? of my mouth but yeah well not Sean like he's always asking us you know how how not to proof with your worms so or hey or all I do open, is open a valve on a shotgun and, hey man to run <laughs> and let's see what all else do I do wrong and I'm I'm a Gen Z or whatever they want to call it yeah I appreciate it is what it is man. I'm I'm just a city dude. I don't know shit, you know. Coattail riding, um, non-distilling. We all got our vices. It is what it is. But you know, at the end of the day, we're all family, man, and we all love each other. And well, I, think- I can promise you, if I was in a group like that, it wouldn't be as uh, uh, 
I asked Chad if this was going to be a, a PG or an R-rated thing, and he said, this is uncut, man, whatever. But my, my text wouldn't be as um, PG. Yeah, well, you got yeah, a little tires, brother. He, I gave him a little taste a little bit ago when Sean put us all forward in that chat, and I'm like, oh, yeah? Maybe a little bit of this, so, you know. I, you know that that's the beauty of it is just everybody does things their own way. So if there's fifty people, just say in this chat that does, you know. So if you ask one question, if you get twenty five different responses or different ways of doing it, then you've got way more fucking ways, you know. So if you have an open mind, that's the best part about it. You know, if you don't want to do it, if you have a hundred gallon still and you have a five gallon still, you don't want to do it on the hundred, but you want to do it on the five. Yeah. Test batch. You can you you can make fucking a damn a total fucking mash. You know, three hundred gallons, and then you can do as many test batches as you want on the five. R and D, R and D, research and destruction. Sometimes you got to break shit, you know. You got to mess shit up. You learn so you know, much more from a failure when than you do a success, dude. I'm I'm telling you. So when when I got the call to be on uh, Master Distiller, and they said, "Hey, how do you feel about doing vodka?" I was like, "Well, I've never done it, but I guess if that's my only way on, I'll figure it out." You don't know me. I'll ferment anything. You yeah, know? <laughs> and but. <laughs> You know, like I was talking to Hooch earlier um, about Mr. Bishop. He's a hell of a guy. So what I do, I leaned on him a little bit. I said, hey, what's I mean, I know I said, I know vodka's made out of potatoes, but like what's really vodka made out of? You know, what are these other distillers that don't source it? What do they make it out of? And he's like, well, they make it out of wheat, they make it out of corn. And I'm like, well, what kind of wheat? Because that's not really my thing. You know, I like I wanted to do something different. And he's like, well, mainly most of them use red wheat. I was like, okay, well, uh, that's not me. I'm not going to do that. I said, well, so I went up, I got some wheat bran, and I got me some white wheat malt, or malted white wheat. And uh, the the wheat bran I dumped out, I, I, done, I tried that, dumped out. And I was like, well, I didn't get a chance to run the, the other batch, so I'm like, well, this is what I'm going to run. I went down there and I ran it. And I'm like, okay, it's earthy as fuck, but I guess this is what I got. Hey, I but, thought I've I've had the pleasure to taste both, and while I do think what was off the show, neither was, one of them are good. Well, what was off the show was better. I will give you that. It wasn't as grain forward. I feel like. Do what? But you can go ahead. No, you're good. That's all I have. That's all you had. He just ended mid sentence. Who's just ends mid sentence? But all right, we've had everybody on here a couple hours. If anybody's still watching, man, we love all y'all. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Um, You know, it was a good time. We definitely appreciate you giving us your time, Jeff. But do Um, not get off here when we back. Yeah, stick stick around when the real shit show starts. Hey, did did we hit? Did we hit a still talking record for two hours? No, we we had Alan Bishop on here for like two and a half. Almost oh, okay. Three. Well, uh, he so, could be ahead of me. That, that's that's perfect. All right, all right, you're all right. good. Yeah, you're one of the you're one one of the few two hour shows. So. Yep, that's the guy from Richard. Indiana. I got you. Do what? Do what? 
Is that the one, the guy from Indiana? Yep. yep. Yes. Spirit, uh, French Lake. Hey, Jeff, I actually ordered uh, three different lines of his his liquor. At, um, I was able to find a place that, that would ship it over here. So I'll bring it down when I get it. We'll we'll do a taste. What'd you get? Um, I got the apple brandy. Two year or four year? Uh, I, think, I, I think it was the four. Mine's a two. That's all I was wondering. I happen to be sitting in front of this computer, so I'll just tell you. So, yeah, I, I, I shoot See, a, a Richmond, Indiana is 30 minutes for me. So I shoot right over there. Uh, and we go to Shelton Fireworks right there. Anytime we go, I hit up the liquor store there, man. And I'm like, and and I, I leave the old lady in the car because I don't want her to know that I'm about to buy four or five bottles that Gallons. are like 50 or 60 bucks a piece. <laughs> so I've got the, the two-year apple brandy, the Manny Gladden, okay. and the Lee W. Sinclair. You'll like all those. Now, the Lee W. Sinclair, I believe, is a weeded bourbon. Uh, Yeah, and the Manny was – is it the four-grain? The yeah, I think so. One, of the, I think they're swip, flip flopped. If it's so not, I, I had the weeded bourbon, really nice. You know, I, I like the wheat. Um, he's got one like it's got witch in the name. It's like a, a smoky. It's almost like a scotch, man. I forget what it's called. You know, I'm terrible with words and man, names. Alan's a lot of people. You know, me and me and you talked about earlier. Hooch, he's he's. I've got so much respect for him because not only has he done it on the legal side, but he done it on the illegal side too. Same to you, man. Uh, the whiskey witch. Yeah, he, he makes it's it's the whiskey witch. And, yeah, so, uh, but smoky. yeah, man. Um, I, I agree the, the same exact way. He's he's done it both sides, and and he's also not pretentious about it. He doesn't. There's not an, an ounce of him that wants to brag about it. I feel like he just does his thing, and you either like it or you don't. That's just, and, uh, and, and it's respectable, you know. Ain't nothing like somebody that ain't got a big head, no matter where they're at. You yeah. know, there's it's plenty like, of people that's got some big ass heads. We don't need no more. Yeah, we don't need no more of that, man. Like, <laughs> I think we all get we all get yeah, get along. Yeah, we all get, we all get along a lot better, you know, together. And that's what it's about. Like, there ain't no room for egos. You know, we can always learn something. Always be a student, never be an expert, and you'll learn a lot more than than you ever thought you would ever learn knowing it all you know so there's always something new so keep open-minded y'all have a great night uh jeff uh thank you so much for giving us your time and again man i, no, man. I, I appreciate you so much for you uh taking a chance on, on on my boy hooch you know i look i look at hooch's family and so it was so amazing and such a great time to come down and meet you and check out your place and and uh you know, we'll get, bla get blasted by the river, and so yeah, Nick. Uh, I'm I'm sure I'll see you probably before the first of the year. Hint, hint. So, <laughs> get I that shit done, Hooch. Down here, uh, Chad. You know, I, I I had a blast with this batch. Um, using using your uh, piece of equipment there, Sean. Um, but all of the information, the ideas y'all have given me. Uh, letting me have this time to be on here with y'all. I'm 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 more in uh, distilling royalty right now with you guys. I'm, I'm just, we're not royalty. We're just regular dudes. But we yeah, but y'all know your words. stuff. And we appreciate your kind words, man. <clears throat> and we that's, thank that's, you pretty well. <laughs> well, you know that's the beauty about all. Like I said earlier, you know we all can learn from each other. You know, we've all done different things and 
And we do it. Did we yep. do it different ways? The thousand, yeah. the thousand ways to do this. Yep. One way ain't always right, man. You gotta, yep. you gotta mix them all together. And and I bet we've all messed it up the way it could do go to. <laughs> so yep. That's why it's one. I've definitely know. messed up a bunch. Yeah, but yeah, Jeff, I can't thank you enough for uh, for jumping in here and and being as open as you've been with everything, man. You make this country boy's dream come true, brother, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, we're getting off for who starts singing. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's my pleasure. We love all y'all, man. Check us out on Apple Podcasts now, Spotify, Samsung, pretty YouTube. much anything. Yep. Come watch. Uh, you can rewatch us on YouTube. Uh, check us out on Facebook. You know, we're always around. So we love all y'all. Everybody have a great night. And hey, man, y'all shine, shine on. on. I agree, Richard. Thanks for having us, guys. Y'all don't go nowhere yet.